glad when they said unto us, Let us go to the house of the Lord. Let us go before the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you for this day. Father, for this is the day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Father, we thank you that you are Lord of Lords, you are King of Kings. Father, we thank you that you are the Prince of Peace. Father, we thank you that you are our provider. Father, we come this day that we might hear from you on high. Father, we thank you that your word says that your word will never return until you void, but it shall accomplish that which you purpose. Father, we pray thy will be done. Thy kingdom come forth in us and through us. Be glorified in every song sang, every prayer prayed. Father, we come to magnify your name. In Jesus' precious name we pray, amen. Amen. God be the glory for all the great things he has done. Hallelujah. Can you Amen. stand to our feet this morning? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. May the Lord bless you in this year to come, 2022. We're still here. We still have purpose. And God still wants to use us to his glory. So let us lift up a couple of songs this morning. First, just simply, oh, give thanks unto the Lord. And then we'll sing, Let's Just Praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Yes, he is good. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Yes, he is good. For he is worthy, worthy, for he is good.
to start at the finish line when we're just starting at the beginning. Amen? All right. And this is the direction the Lord has led you. Let us look into his word. Paul and Timotheus, the servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus, which are in Philippi, with the bishops and the deacons, grace and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, for you all making requests with joy for your fellowship in the Gospels from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing that which hath begun a, who hath begun a good work will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. The finish line. First day that we have celebrated in this new year, this new year, we're talking about the finish line. Emma. I found in life that we always have to have a goal. We can't go at anything haphazardly. And if we have our goal on the finish line, we have a a goal, a purpose, and a destination. And here it's kind of ironic that Paul is talking to the Philippians because he's in prison. And he's giving thanks to God. If we really think about it, he should have a bitter place in his, in his, in his taste because he's been in prison and not only in prison, but he's been beaten. Uh, it, it's a hard thing to be on, on the journey on the mission for God and seem like things are going chaotic. Mm -hmm. But see, Paul didn't have his eyes on the present. Paul had his eyes on the finish line. Mm -hmm. All right. See, because the word says that he who has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Amen. I don't know where you are this morning, but just know this. That God is with you. Believe this. God is with you. Things may be bright and glorious. And praise God. You may be going through a hurdle. Praise God. Because God can help us over the hurdle. Amen. Amen. And see, Paul, he could talk about God's goodness and God's greatness because he had studied the word, and not only had he studied the word, but he had uh, had practiced God's word. In Genesis, we recognize that God, he created the heavens and the earth. After he had made everything that he had made, he said, this is, it was good, it was very good. Isn't it a good thing to know that he that's in charge of our lives, when he does things, everything he does is great. Yes, it is. Everything he, he starts, he completes. That's right. I have friends that start projects, and I'm guilty of the same. I may start a project and, and press and press and press and lose interest, and it doesn't get 
Mm. And put it on its on its sidelines, and I call it a round to it. I'll, I'll get around to it when I when I can. But see, God isn't like that. Yeah. God finishes what He starts. God finishes what he starts. When he started creating the heavens and the earth, he didn't stop in the middle and say, let me take a siesta, let me take a little snooze. But he finished what he started. So when Paul talked about that God would finish, he knew that we serve a God that finishes what he starts. God started a, a new work in you. And God didn't stop. Through all the bumps and, and curves and, and curveballs, God is still with us. Thank you, Lord. And, and see here, Paul, he's encouraging the Philippians to, to stay in the game, to stay in the race. In Hebrews chapter 1, in Hebrews chapter 2, 12 verse 1 it says wherefore seeing we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses let us lay aside every weight and every sin which does so easily beset us there are things that can hold us back in our journey with Christ amen, amen. amen. there are some people that think that they can live any kind of way and do anything, and, and God's okay with it. Not so. Not so. Somebody asked Paul, said, if, if we're saved by grace and not by works, uh, should we continue in saying in sin that grace would much more abound? And Paul said, God forbid. What you sow, you're going to reap. Saints, if we get into some mischief, don't be surprised when it comes back on us. All right, all right. Don't be surprised. But here, he says we're compassed with so great a cloud of witnesses. Witnesses. What are witnesses? There's somebody that walked this race before you and I walked it. My grandma walked it. My granddad walked it. My mom, my dad, they walked it. Didn't give up. We're walking in this race. We are a witness before people. People see what you're doing. People are seeing what you're trying to get by with. Things done in darkness, they're going to come to light. But, but we're talking about the witnesses. See, when we're looking at our goal, when we're looking at the finish line, we need to believe that it's attainable. And see, we're, we can know that it's attainable because, it, because God is with us. When we talk about the witnesses, I, I look at the Hall of Faith found in, in Hebrews. <coughs> Abel had an excellent sacrifice. That's right. Are you giving God your very best or just what's left over? Mm -hmm. See, Enoch gave an excellent sacrifice. He wanted to please God. In our journey, we should have on our forefront that we want to please God. Yes, I'm a God pleaser. Want to please God. He gave God his best. Enoch, 
he recognized something. He had a revelation. Enoch said that without faith, it's impossible to please God. In this race we're running, we have to keep the faith. Faith in who? Faith in Christ. Faith knowing that God is with us. He started this journey and he's going to be with us. Noah is a witness. He was warned of God. God told him what was going to happen. You know what Noah did? He started building a boat on dry land. Ain't no water nowhere around. A boat big enough to... And this man, he doesn't have it all together. But see, Noah acted on what God said. And see, this is what the word is encouraging us and telling us to do. To do what God tells us to do. Abraham, when God sent him out on a mission without a, a specific direction, he obeyed God. You see, uh, Paul in his uh, journey to Philippi, he wanted to go to Asia. God said no. When God says no, what does that mean? When God tells us no, we need to stop and get on board with Christ. Okay, Jesus has the will. He's directing our course. He's guiding our footsteps. Isaac. He understood that God will do what he said he's going to do. Jacob, do you know God is a transformer? Jacob has a new name. He's a prince. His name is Israel. Don't look at where I am or don't look at where I've been. But look at what God has called each and every one of us to do or to be. Jacob was called the surplanter. He was a tricky joker. <laughs> but God had his number. He put him with old Laban. Oh, another tricky one. <laughs> but see, God turned the tides. And God started working on Jacob's behalf. Wouldn't you like God to work on your behalf? Because the cloud of witnesses is telling me when, when God is for us, when God is on our side, who can be against us? you, sir. God told Abraham and Sarah that they were going to have a baby. Oh, we had a bump in the road. There's somebody before Isaac. Have you tried to help God out and just 
blundered, messed up. When we trust God and trust God's word, he is faithful to complete it. It's not us, but it's God. See, Ishmael came before Isaac. And do you know we're still fighting that very thing now? Over in the Middle East, we can't get rid of that situation. We should learn not to get ahead of God. And if God says that it's going to be done, then we have to believe that it's going to be done. It may not feel like it. See, because the clock was ticking. Sarah said, I'm not a young girl anymore. The clock is ticking. But see, God can do the impossible. Do you believe that, Pioneer? Yes. God can do the impossible. There are witnesses all about us. I've got stories that I can tell how God has, has miraculously saved me. How God has restored. How God has changed. Kind of healed. God is changing. God's not doing through with me yet. I don't know about this. God doing with you yet? You, you haven't seen it all. There's more to come. And I'm not talking about staying tuned for station identification. I'm saying that God is changing. And there are some things that are eating away at me, and I'm saying, Thou will be done. Thy kingdom come forth. In this race we run, we recognize that there are many different races in the race of life. There are relays. There are long-distance runners. There are pole vaulters and shot put. But there are many different runners in the race. Let us look at Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. It said, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. There's a relay race. In a race, in a relay race, you, you have the first leg, the second leg, and the third leg, and, and, and on and on if necessary. But see, God started the race. Amen? Amen. And see, there are a lot of people that they, they say, watch God go. Go, God, go. But God passes the baton to us. And, and here he's saying, and in Hebrews it said, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. Our confession is we walk in faith, amen? amen. Without wavering, it means that we're to be faithful. God is faithful. Kind of here. We're supposed to be faithful. Sometimes in, in, in our life journey, we, we look back and say, whose team are you on anyway? Brother Clint, 
I'm not competing against you, brother. We're not in competition. Amen. We're in the same game. Amen. With the same goal. With the same destiny and destination. There's a relay race, and, and we have to know this, that it's not God by himself. God, God can do it all by himself. Amen. He created. He set up. Didn't need none of our help. He got it all done. But God gave us a free will. Amen. And we have to turn our will over to him. Hallelujah. God has passed the baton to us, and we have to run. Run. Run faithfully. Run with a purpose. Run with a vision. Knowing that God is with us. Our goal is the finish line. We're not looking behind, but we're looking forward. You know, even as a relay racer, he doesn't look behind. He has faith. His hand. He looks back, and after he sees his own way, he starts out at a certain pace. He doesn't look back anymore. We don't have to look back. It's nothing bad that I've done in life that I can look back and say, oh, I want to do it again. <laughs> but I look back and I say, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. We have a goal. And let us go on. In Philippians chapter 3, verse 14, it says, I press toward the prize of the high calling of God in Christ. In our journey, it's not always easy. We have to face some hard times. Whether it's in our community, whether it's in business, whether it's on jobs, sometimes there are obstacles get in our way. Mm -hmm. At work, uh, I had a co-worker that was assigned to work with me on a weekend, voluntary basis. And the other co-workers, they had a ball with me. They said, Brother we need to put a big saddle on you. I said, why are you putting a saddle on me? Say, you're going to need a saddle because you're going to have to tote the load this weekend. And they were having a big hoo hop. I didn't get mad. I didn't get frustrated. But the word of God says in all your ways, we have to seek him. So I sought the Lord how to approach this situation. And I approached the situation. And I laid down the groundwork. This is how this was going to come out. <laughs> All day long, we worked hard. Not I. We. We. We, we worked hard. The next, the next Monday, they came to me and they said, Tinsley, I know your back is sore. Say, why, why is that? You got saddle burns or something, I know. <laughs> no. Nah. So how did it go? 
everything went just fine. Didn't give no details because it wasn't their details to be attended to anyway. Sometimes we have hurdles to overcome. When we have a hurdle to overcome, then we need to look to Jesus. We need to look to Jesus. Because we have a goal, and in that goal, we have a help, and our help is Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 In, the, in the race of life, there's another race that we need to learn. It's a distance race, or a long distance race. And there's a big difference between a sprint in a long distance race. There are people in church that they can give you a, a sprint. They can give you a quick hallelujah, a powerful song, and at the end of the day, they burn out. There's nothing wrong with a sprint. If after you sprint, you pick up the cross and become that long distance runner. And in the long distance runner, there are obstacles and situations that, that try to hinder us from what God wants to do. In Romans chapter 35, it says, who shall separate us from the love of God? There are people, there are things, there are situations and circumstances that try to separate us from the God that we love. See, but because we are long-distance runners, we, we expect that that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. There are people that run to get shin splints and, 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 and cramps. There are obstacles in the long distance. But with that long-distance running, we have to know that God is with us. Mm -hmm. And God's not going to give up. Amen. He's going to see us to the finish line. He's going to do everything that he said he would do. And see, we have to recognize that, that there are obstacles. In John, it says the thief comes but to steal, kill, and destroy. Satan wants to steal your joy. He wants to snuff you out. To kill any hope and the admiration that you have in Christ. Oh yes, we have a competitor, but it's not one another. We have a competitor. And destroy. He wants to destroy your reputation. He wants to destroy your hope. He wants to destroy your joy. He wants to fill you with doubt. He wants to fill you with disappointment, with fear, anything to throw you off course. But we have to understand, we have in focus the finish line. We have in focus the finish line, and, and, and it's not just the finish line. We have to know that there's someone that is with us who's going to see us to the finish line. 
God started the race, and he wasn't the one to just pull the trigger. God started the race, and God's going to finish the race. Yes. And we're not in this race all alone. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5, it says, Let your conversation be without covetousness, and be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. In the first part of this verse, it says, Let your conversation be without covetousness. Can you, can you look at a brother that's doing well? And be happy for him. Right. I mean genuinely happy. I'm glad. I'm excited for what is God is doing in you. I'm glad. I'm excited for what God is doing through you. But that is not true for all saints. Right. Saint starts to <clears throat> prospering and people start to murmur. <laughs> but here... The Lord showed me that we need to stay focused. We need to stay focused. Mm -hmm. See, if we start talking about him and her and what they ain't done and what, what they ain't done, mm -hmm. we're losing focus. All right. All right. Don't worry about them. Right. Keep your head in the race. Yeah. Stay focused. That's some juicy information coming around. So I got to stay focused. I'm on a mission. Please hear me. Our mission. Then we have to own up to it and say, my mission. My mission. There's a mission that God has called you to. There's a mission that God has called you to. There's a mission corporately that God has called us to. God didn't call us to be a bone of our own. But there's a goal. And the goal is the finish line. The goal is pleasing Christ. Because at the end of the journey, or at the end of the day, we want to hear, well done. At work, they used to tease one another. And they said, yeah, when a man comes to give you a check, you have to back up. Uh-uh. We don't need to be ashamed. We put in the work. We put in the time. We were faithful to what God called us to. We listened to what God had to say. When God said stop, we had to stop. God has told me to stop. And I stopped. Didn't understand it. But I obeyed him. And then when God gave me liberty to, to socialize with this individual, I didn't understand at the time that God was just preparing me. There are people that will come in your life to try to confuse you. To try to turn you upside down. Try to make you doubt what you believe. Make you doubt in whom you believe. 
God told me to stop because he didn't want me to get discouraged. He didn't want me to lose focus on all that he had for me. When God says no to us, we need to listen. And not say why. Not say I don't understand. But just to be obedient to him. Because there's a calling on your life. There's an anointing on your life. There's a purpose in your life. And there's a goal in our life. And at the end of our goal, I want to hear well done. But to hear that, we have to walk in faithfulness to that. That relay race. God is faithful. We need to hold fast to the confession that we have. That our faith is, faith is in Christ. In a, every one of our pearls, we need to know that God is with us. He's going to help us over the hurdle. Might not be pretty. Might not be pretty. But God will help us over our hurdle. You know, there are some people that they go over the same thing again and again and again. And then they come to me and they say, bro, why am I going through this thing over and over and over again? I say, because you didn't learn the first time. You didn't learn the second time. Thank you for the hurdles, Lord. Thank you for the lesson, Lord. Yes. Thank you for being with us. Yes. We thank God that he didn't start a work in us Glory. to just give up on. Thank you, Lord. But God has gone the distance through all my frailty, through my dis disobedience, through the distance, God has been faithful. And through it all, I've learned to trust in Him. I've learned to hold to His unchanging hand. See, we have to hold to God's unchanging hand. Isn't it an awesome thing to know that God is the same yesterday, today and forevermore. God is the same. And I praise God that God is changing me. God is changing you. I'm learning forgiveness. I'm learning compassion. I'm learning to be a good helper. In the race we're in, we need to have a goal, and that goal should be the finish line. God is faithful. Stay focused. Let your conversation be without covenant. Let us go on. And be content with 
such things as you have. I've got enough. God has exceeded what I've asked. But we need to stay focused and know that God says, I will never leave you. I will not forsake you. God says he's not going to turn his back on God is going to finish what he started. The finish line. That should be our goal for this year. We're starting out in January. And he'll be God in February, March, April, May. He should be first and foremost in all that you say and all that you focus on and all that you aspire to. being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. We praise God for each and every listener and know that God is with you and God will be with you. Tune in again next week at our 10 o'clock worship time. May God keep you and God grace be upon you.